0: Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 77, recorded Sunday, February 12th, 2023. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And this is part one of our Oscars Best Picture rundown for this year. Uh, We're going to cover half of them. In years past, we've managed to come up with uh, thematic delineation or or something related to the material in the movies. Here, we couldn't really find a a, a bright line for, for organizing. So... We're just gonna go in the order in which I saw them. I'm the limiting factor here. I've got two more movies still
1: to watch. Um, they're all in color. They are that. That doesn't help us breaking the movie, in, you know, in, no. in, in, into halves. So. It does not. No. Uh. Uh. The legacy sequels are gonna be in this one, though. Uh. So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's just something. As as a matter but of. But that's coincidence. also that's also two movies. <laughs> so yeah. 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 So yeah. So yeah. This is. Um, are there other movies I wish that were nominated? Yes, of course. Um, are there movies in here that I wish weren't nominated? Yes, of course. Um, but I will say, of these ten, I will admit that this is actually a very large variety of movies, and so yeah, that yeah covers a, a broad broad spectrum, which is you know kind of neat. I feel like yeah, you know, it's, it's
0: representative of the medium as a whole, which is is kind of neat. Yeah, that rarely
1: happens. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, I guess let's get into it. So what is it?
0: I feel her, Dad. Feel who? Awa.
1: I hear her breathing. I hear her heartbeat. She's so close. Um. So that brings us to the first... I mean, I don't know if I should call this a legacy sequel. I don't know if... Yeah, this this is in a weird spot because there's there's been such a gap in between. Um, of
0: course, of course, this is Avatar: The Way of Water. Yeah, which, little L legacy sequel, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. On, only because it was thirteen years in between releases. Otherwise, this this is just a normal sequel. Yeah, to, I feel like if you're taking that.
1: Was already out, and yeah, I feel, I feel like I feel like taking ten years almost puts it in that legacy category, almost. But I'm I'm unsure. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean this this isn't like
0: we're we're picking up you know twenty or thirty or forty years later with with these characters. It's mm-hmm. like this this is a few years later. Some things have happened in between, but right. we're not spending a lot of time. It's like oh, there's there's all this history, and oh, I'm I'm too old
1: for this crap, and 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 yeah. what happened forty years ago, and. Right. So this is the continued adventures of Jake Sully as as a as you know, is as, as a member of the Navi out mm-hmm. on Pandora. And that like some time has passed. Um he has teenagers now, so I guess technically more time has passed than what has passed in our time, but I honestly have no yeah, idea uh, how time about works. as much. Yeah. Um ish like I, I i honestly don't know i just have no idea mm-hmm. um i don't even know if I, it, it doesn't matter it's just a thing um so this time for reasons that i don't 100 percent understand um steven lang's character who had died at the end of the first one has returned as as a navi human hybrid again or oh, not again sir as a navi human hybrid mm-hmm. and he is trying to go get jake and his family yeah I guess yep. that's yeah yeah that's 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 pretty much it he's he's kind of out for revenge
0: he doesn't really care about the the mission otherwise and okay that honestly that completely tracks with who the character was in in the first movie mm-hmm. um and and Stephen Lang does a good job there and and you know continues here it's like there's the the strengths of the first movie are still strong here the weaknesses of the first movie are still kind of weak here I enjoyed the movie I'm Still having a hard time separating my own baggage from it. Mm-hmm. It's it's longer and it's theatrical release than the original
1: was. Yes, there are longer versions of, of the first movie as well. Right, yeah. it, ignoring those for the moment. It was 2009. I mean, like that was a thing to do then. So, yeah, I mean, it still is today, but I mean, more so back then. So,
0: yeah, uh, no, this this one comes in north of three hours and it and feels felt that. really, really long. Yeah, I I personally never felt like it it dragged. Like I I didn't feel like there were any spots where it was like, oh, the I,
1: yeah. The ending—that's where it dragged, dragged for me. I was like, it, "Okay, it, this is it." it, it still going to, started yeah. to
0: a little bit there, yeah. But I—I yeah, I, I felt that more with with other movies. We'll—we'll we'll talk about later. Uh, the The technology here for the special effects is is as good, uh, and there's there's some interesting new stuff if you're into that. Uh, roughly half of the movie was in in uh, at least some theatrical presentations in high frame rate format, which looks different. Because it is i found that a little bit distracting because Mm -hmm. yeah it it wasn't consistent and sometimes even in a in a single scene it's like okay that shot's in the standard 24 and then the reverse shot is in high frame rate and and there's a little back and forth here and there and it's interesting i i want to say jarring but that's that's too much it it wasn't quite jarring but it was it was a little bit distracting
1: I feel like people complained about that with one of the Hobbit movies, but I don't remember if it was the first first one one, at
0: least was in you could be seen entirely in high frame rate in in a 40 rate 48 frames per second format. I didn't actually see it in in that format myself so this is sort
1: of a new experience for me i remember people saying it just made everything look fake <laughs> um so i don't yeah i don't think that was the case in this and it just looked different um it yeah so. yeah and I, and I didn't notice anything yeah. i didn't I, I didn't notice that with with mine um and i did end up seeing this in like the 3d imax experience but yeah, i don't I, I did too so like and i don't remember it being looking particularly jarring but no yeah but it was it um, was a little we, distracting like I, we, I noticed when it happened we did however forget to bring up one plot thing is that you know so jake and his family have to go to the like other side of pandora to mm. the like the uh the 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 water people of mm-hmm. of of pandora and that's where the bulk of all the visual stuff is about it's all like james cameron has had like this obsession with water for a really long time. Uh, Yep. We're, we're up to uh three or four movies. Yeah. Oh. So like there's, there's the abyss, mm-hmm. which is the first time was really obvious. And then there was Titanic mm-hmm. and he had that documentary that he made. And now we have this one. So this is that, that I can remember that's four movies right there. So, yeah. So he's into that, which is, you know, Fine. I mean, he makes very interesting visual flair here. There are times when it reminds me of that like fish screensaver from the nineties, which is neither here or there. It's just an observation. And that's, yeah, I couldn't help, but couldn't help but think about that. Um, There's a lot of world building, which is that in your mileage varies, but um, that is always tedious to me. Um, I feel like you're just making your movie longer being in a sense expositional, but not exactly. Um, that said, though, there is some really interesting creature work in this one mm-hmm. of the one of Jake's one of Jake's sons um, makes kind of like a, a friendship with like, uh, a, not exactly a whale, but basically a whale. And like, I enjoyed that stuff, even though I imagine for some that was probably longer than it needed to be. Um, which is funny because then like the other stuff, the stuff, you know, the exciting stuff is the stuff I found kind of boring. Um, I do think that James recycles less of himself this time However, there's still a lot of that. <laughs> um, there's a fair amount of Terminator stuff. There's yeah. still a fair amount of like. There's more Abyss stuff this time. There's a good amount of Titanic stuff, um, and there's an awful
0: lot of Avatar one. Yeah, well, a yeah, lot, a lot of the plot yeah. points. It's oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a different setting, yeah. but the same thing happens. Yeah, Avatar again, as opposed yeah, to yeah, yeah. it 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 was that a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll, I'll say this. I I did not find the world building tedious. Mm-hmm. I just found it less fresh, you know, like going into the, the first movie, you know, 13 years ago, it's, it was, it was all brand new and it had this shine and, and sense of mm-hmm. wonder to it and here it's like, okay, that's, that's all still there and, and wondrous and,
1: and beautiful and, and all of that. And, and here's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the whole thing kind of made me think about special effects movies and when they really stick the landing and when they, you know, are just, Hey, we came up with a new, like it, it's it's sort of like all those Disney remakes that we have the technology to do this now make it look like live action, but it's still missing something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is kind of like that. Like it's still, we got all this stuff to be able to do it, but I don't know if the story really needs all that stuff to make it be told in a good way. And so I, like, I have no real answers to this. It's just the thing that I kind of found myself thinking about the whole time. Um, and then I also kind of... Realized that this was like Someone watched like the end of Dances with Wolves And thought what if there was a sequel To Dances with Wolves but In the water world universe And it would probably look something like this um, yeah. So, yeah And again we still have that whole You know colonizer thing going on and it's still not exactly the most sensitive portrayals. And and so because of that, I felt like it would be and Tim and I have not done one of these in a while. So I felt like it was a good idea for us to do a land acknowledgment. Um, so Tim and I record in, in separate places. Uh, Tim records on the ancestral lands of the Pueblos, Ute and Piro people. I um, record mine on the Cayuse, Umatilla, Walla Walla, Duwamish, Suquamish, Snoqualmie, Stillaguamish and other Coast Salish people. And uh, this is just a reminder of folks out there that these people have shepherded these lands since time immemorial and are very much still here. And sometimes I wish our movies would have more sensitivity when it came to this, and this film is probably no exception. And we'll see how it goes as the next three movies go. Do we really need five movies of this? This is, this is my, my question. (laughs) Need? No. Are we probably going to get them anyway? Yes. 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 And uh, one thing I will say in its plus for this is this time Cameron had other people, write. Um, I mean, it's still his story, but the screenwriting is him and two other people. And I'm hoping that down the line, he just has people write the scripts for him and he can just give them the story beats. Because there are things about this one that I found less clunky, but at the same time still wasn't quite there. Um, but we'll we'll see where things go, I guess. Visually, yeah. visually great. I mean, like everything you're hearing yeah, about his yeah. visuals is is very correct. That um, It's super well made in that regard um just could have a slightly better script.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of where I am. I mean, it feels a little more lived in than than the first one did. I agree that too, yeah. Which yeah is good, I I guess, but also makes it feel a little bit less exciting because you're you're a little bit less on on the edge of like, oh, what what exciting new things. Well, like like I said, well, we we've, we've already done a lot of world building and now we're just, you know, Nailing a few
1: extra bits onto that. It's, yeah, I feel, and I also kind of feel like Zoe Saldana got kind of like, and Kate Winslet too, to get like totally underused in this movie. I wouldn't say totally
0: underused. I I, I would say maybe a, a little bit underused. I I would have liked to see more from from Zoe Saldana in particular. Yeah, um, I mean, her character I, I, feels yeah, really I, lacking I, this time it, around. It, it it did a bit, and I had to I I, I had forgotten that that was Kate Winslet. I was, mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let us, um, let us
1: increase the Titanic connections. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also a uh, quick, quick nod to uh, Edie Falco, who I did not recognize in her brief appearance
1: in this film. hmm Yep. Yep. Took me a second too. And I'm like, who is Oh, it's Edie. It, like it literally took me like 30 minutes to finally realize who she was. So yeah. hmm mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, there's the movie makes some choices that I find perplexing, um, but we'll, uh, but that happens a lot in this kind of movie. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, um, yeah, I was not exactly looking forward to seeing this, um, but it wasn't as bad as I was worried it was going to be. So that just, that is saying yeah. something.
0: Yeah, just just because of the the gap, I had kind of got to where I was not so enthusiastic. I really enjoyed the first one. I'm I'm not going to apologize for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It it has its problems. I acknowledge that. That doesn't mm-hmm. make it a bad movie. That's that's still true here. But just because it took so blasted long. I was not so excited to see this one. And I, like I said, I've, I've got some of my own baggage
1: that I, I carried in this time around that I didn't have with the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I did too, but it, it was more like I don't really need to see another one of these. And it ended up being so similar that it was, yeah. Anyway, um, so if I was going to pair this with anything, I mean, you know, Waterworld was the obvious obvious thing, but I don't think that that's 100% right. <laughs> um, the... Uh, what I would end up is a what I would pair it with just to see what would happen. I'm not sure this is perfect in any way, but this is also a legacy, you know, kind of it's a legacy prequel in this sense, um, and that is Prey, um, mm. the the Predator prequel, um, and I would recommend watching it in Comanche um, because supposedly that's actually what the filmmakers would rather. And, but yeah, I'm I am curious how those two would pair. Although that's a lot of movie to watch in one day. It is that's that's an awful lot of movie to watch. Um,
0: so me i struggled with this i yeah. i really did because everyone already said you know, oh you know the the first one is very very much dances with wolves it's
1: it's yeah. a disservice to both movies to say oh it's just dances with wolves but in space mm. um and it's hard for me to say in space because it just takes place on another planet like i didn't yeah. want to call it a space whale because the whale isn't actually in space <laughs> it's right it's, yeah it, the, yeah
0: it's, it's a you know, little 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 bit muddy there um yeah <laughs> And this this is kind of still that, and I like, I don't want to just say yeah, just just do that again because you're you're going to be sick and tired of it. Um, mm-hmm. I will say one of Cameron's earlier films, mm-hmm. The Abyss, yeah, makes yeah. a lot of the points that the Avatar movies, both of them have have tried to make. And you, you you can argue about their success. Does it a little more subtly? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I think. You know, by the time you get to the end of that movie, the audience is gonna be a little more receptive to what it is he's he's trying to say. Watch it if you can find it.
1: Find it, yeah. It's it's a bit of a
0: yeah. This this has not had a, a good clean release of, of any of the various cuts of it in years. DVD existed, I think. But, it did, it did, yeah. But yeah, not not since. There's there's been no you know, good clean HD or UHD release on any platform, any format, watch it if you can find it. Uh, apparently, it's it's been in sort of HD on some cable networks sometimes, yep. but
1: yep. yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, there. I keep hearing rumors that it's gonna finally make its way to home video, or at least, or at least maybe Disney Plus, but it has that's that not yeah. happened yet.
0: know so. yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, yeah, I'd I'd buy a copy.
1: I'd, I definitely would watch rewatch it again because um, I feel like it's. I think I've seen i've definitely seen what is in the extended stuff but i think i've only watched the actual like the, the theatrical cut um because i remember watching that and then finding the tv edit which has a lot of that extended stuff added yeah. to it later yeah but yeah no i agree that that's a good pairing okay all right yeah so moving on moving on next film
0: clean cup move down right so i got bored one day and i put everything on a bagel Everything. All my hopes and dreams, my old report cards, every breed of dog, every last personal ad on Craigslist. Sesame. Poppy seed. Salt.
1: Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. I am hard-pressed to think of a film that is different than... like that. Sorry, that I'm hard-pressed to think of a movie that is more different from the rest of the things on this list. I'm hard-pressed to think of any other movie that is very much like this at all exactly and i and i do have pairings um but we'll we'll get to that at the end so this is the story of evelyn who who runs a laundromat um and she is one day <laughs> she is one day told by her husband who is being uh possessed is the wrong word but who is being uh, inhabited by an alternate version of himself she is informed that there is that there are alternate universes. And this person is coming to destroy the, the all, all, of all of them, all of them. And Evelyn is the only one who can fight them. And here's the thing. When I went to this movie, I thought the only thing I knew was that Michelle Yeoh was in it. Mm-hmm. And the and multiverses was part of it. And that was all that I knew. I didn't know anything else. That's, that's and... about as much as I knew as well. And, it, and it's all the better for it. Now, I kind of went in skeptically because I had already kind of... Now, at the time, I had seen one episode of Rick and Morty. Um, still, mm. I've only seen one episode of Rick and Morty. I had not seen the latest Spider-Man movie. And I hadn't... And um, Multiverse of Madness, I don't think had come out yet. And I was feeling like the multiverse idea was already kind of played out. Um, the Chosen One thing has been so played out. Yeah, so those, I those kind have of, both been done. Yeah. And I sort of was, so I kind of had that in my mind, but I also thought that this, you know, this looked like a very unique experience. And so when I saw it, I was not disappointed. It was an extremely unique experience. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it like, even though it did things that I thought were playing with tropes that are really tired, I thought it did a really good job. Like it went to, I think part of it is because it has a heart to it that, yeah a lot of those other movies are like, they may have a heart, but just not the same kind. And I think yeah, there's also different kinds of things. It's just different kinds of things. And yeah, it's really zany. There's some parts of it that are extremely juvenile. Um, they cut there's <laughs> like scenes that seem like a twelve-year-old boy came up with this, and mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. you know, it's still you know, it still really works. I found myself like leaving leaving the the theater being like this is like like really really good and it ended up being the movie i ended up comparing everything to because it came out you know it came out like march and so like yeah
0: almost a year ago this movie and it's yeah
1: yeah i mean that's not unheard of for something to you know like silence of the lambs came out really early in the year and it won it's unusual though it's unusual though yeah no it really is and so i i really like this movie it's it's got all this It's got so many different layers of it going. It's got, it has this mother daughter relationship at its core that it's, that it's about. It's also about, um, the internal things of like getting older and wondering about the choices you make. And it's also stuff about like, you know, how, how marriage works. And also just, there's so many different layers that I would just keep thinking about and thinking about. And I'm not saying it's like, does those things particularly out of the park every time, but it's going places that I did not expect. And I think that that's like, that's part of the uniqueness of it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it is it is at times very goofy, mm-hmm. but yeah. deliberately so, and it's 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 weirdly intelligent in the ways in which it's goofy. It's yep, it's, yep, um, yep. yeah. This this is not yeah, a, a, as I said, not really like anything else I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Best picture, eh, I, I I I don't know. I like I said, I've got two more still to watch, and I I haven't tried to compare everything this year against itself or mm-hmm. or, or, or the others yet. But I will be sorely disappointed if this does not win some of the technical awards, yeah editing cinematography because some of the stuff they do here the the way they get creative with how things are shot and and framed and what you show the audience it's this is this is remarkable
1: yeah and, and here's and there are things like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of like uh you know fighting and stuff that I got you know bored with, but at the same time I still they were doing it with such a finesse and they tried to do it so differently each time that mm-hmm. you know it was. It kept me going, you know, and I also think this is a kind of stealth movie for people who love movies. It's because it's using <laughs> because the alternate universes are almost always like a different genre of a movie that they're kind of focusing on. Like, yeah, you know, there's yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there's that, uh, you know, that martial arts movie thing going there's, on. There's now,
0: there's there's plenty of that.
1: And there's, there's it plenty it of that, but there's a, different yeah. but there's different versions of that, too. Yeah. I mean, like there's, yeah. there's multiple different kinds of martial arts movies. Um, and so Michelle Yeoh has been in a number of, them. <laughs> like, in, she, in she different, has, I mean, this, yeah.
0: this certainly evokes Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but you mm-hmm. know, also, you know, a lot of Jackie Chan and, yep. and even Bruce Lee in, yep. in, in spots and it's, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And, and the funny thing is in the world where she is like in kind of like a, a grindhouse Kung Fu kind of world, she, mm-hmm. that where she is, that kind of star, she is in a Wong Kar Wai universe. Like, like that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the weird thing about it. It's Yeah. And, and that's the thing that I just totally loved about it. And, and and there. And like I said, this is at heart, a movie about um, a mother and a daughter. Um, apparently, originally, though, it had been a father son relationship and they had wanted Jackie Chan originally. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. But then when he
1: said no, that's when they kind of moved the other direction. And there are times I will admit that it does read more like a father son kind of th- or like, mm, let me take it back. Like it does read perhaps a little bit more masculine. Maybe. I'm not sure. Perhaps. To be I, fair, I, I this, feel like this, this works equally well either I, I th- way. I think it does work pretty well either way. I mean, but to be fair, it is written by two sons, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. there, there may be something, there may be something different there. But yeah, that's like it has an emotional core that I think is really resonant. It has a flair that is very singular and unique, and the performances are really good. Like the fact that that you know that Jimmy Lee Curtis and the daughter are also up. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie Sue, I think. Um, Yeah. Stephanie Sue is up also up for like, they're against each other and supporting actress, which I'm worried that's going to keep either of them from winning. I mean, like it should go to Stephanie, but um, yeah. So I just absolutely, I don't know. I just, I just really dug it.
0: Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this. It's uh, it's like, like you said, there's the, the mother daughter relationship kind of at its core, but it's, it's also a a little bit broader family drama as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kehye Kwan yeah. Uh, is is uh, also also in this uh, after you know years of of not really doing very much with the, with high profile he's he's still good you know? yeah no he's and, been and all and the accolades really he's been here. getting he deserves yeah 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 totally does and he's he's really good in this and and has got some range and th- so there's there's a lot of that too and and the tension between all of these 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 family
1: members yeah totally yeah and i uh, man, yeah i just i just love its style i just love its bizarre weirdness it's it's the it's so i don't know it's just so unique and so when i and because of its uniqueness it may be difficult for me to find parents <laughs> but i came up with some so i'm <laughs> curious how this would go with being john malkovich Ooh, yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean malkovich is a little bit more is darker than this so that may be a bit of a uh, bit of... quite quite a bit darker yeah, it might, uh, might be a bit of a, a thing. So then my other, because my other pairing for that I had was the Imaginary of Dr. Parnassus.
0: Mm, um, because,
1: interesting. Yeah, because that also has a lot of, you know, going into different worlds. Kind and of and different versions
0: on. of a single character.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but now mind you, that has more of like a, you know, some textual wrinkle to it It, it, but, it
0: does, and they, they sort of Pivoted on that one for very, very
1: Practical reasons, but yeah mm-hmm. But it's still, like, a big part of it, so that yeah. was that, that was what I was curious about, so I could see that working And, you know, and there's also just, you know Just anarchy movies that I think would mm-hmm. Be fine, but they're generally missing The, like, emotional core that this Is, like, you know, I thought of Gremlins too. I thought Of House, I thought of, you know, Head Even, um, yeah. but they they don't have The, like, emotional core that everything everywhere all at once has.
0: So i I've only just just pretty recently thought about this because it's mm-hmm. it's just so different. Um, mm-hmm. but I I got to thinking about okay, so so what are kind of the the central themes of it? Yeah, re- removed from its its high concept stuff mostly. Um. Mm-hmm. I would pair this with one of my all-time favorites, Robert Zemeckis' *Back to the Future*.
1: Oh, I can okay. I actually do see how that how that would work. Yeah,
0: because you you get kind of the you know different branches and and subtle changes can have big impacts. And mm-hmm. and there's there's a lot about you know you know family and and friendship and and love and, and it's got a lot of heart. So there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's some, some similarity there. You, you pair those. I I, I think you're going to have a good time.
1: Yeah. I, I totally see that. And I actually, I actually think one and two would like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Less, less so three, less but, so three, but yeah. One and two definitely have that kind of, that kind of like the different, like, well, how one thing can change something kind yeah. of flair. Yeah. Yeah. I like that i like that um, i did that i forgot uh you mentioned that you kind of saw this movie as a magic trick and i was wondering if you could expound on that when, when i asked you about it yeah when you yeah. first saw
0: so, it. um it's a, a lot of it is about distraction and misdirection mm. so there's, there's there's a lot of visual flair and, and and like i said creative cinematography and and how things are shot and and blocked and and you know lots of nifty martial arts kind of stuff and and visual effects. But what it's really about is the part you're not as much looking at. It's, it's about that heart. It's about that emotional core. And all of that is in service of that. And it's, it's sort of built up around it. And that's sort of the, the, you know, creamy center of it.
1: Right. Yeah. I totally agree. To kind of like give you a good idea of how I think the emotional core of this movie is, is last year there were, I don't know. This this showed up, and I saw this ad on a lot of things, like a lot of a lot of websites and like and apps for advertising. it as a great film for Mother's Day, and I, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't disagree. Yeah, no, I I having now seen it. Yeah, totally, totally. No, yeah, definitely, um, definitely deserving of all the accolade it's been getting. Okay, so let's uh, truck on to um, a movie we already had a whole episode on. Yeah, so we'll we'll be brief about it here.
0: They tell me you want to be a picture maker. Yes, sir, I do. Why? This business, it'll rip you apart. Well, Mr. Ford, I... So what do you know about art, kid?
1: Spielberg's The Fablemans. Birth of a Movie, Brad. It's a good movie. We both liked it. Yeah, we both enjoyed it. Um, We both thought it was was pretty good, maybe very good. Doesn't quite get to great, um, but... The performances are good. The story is very interesting and very captivating. Um, might not go as deep as I expected it to, given how personal this is mm-hmm. um, to Spielberg. Um, however, you know, I say that and it's not like I, I'm not saying this film is shallow in any way. It's just it's not. I mean, it, it's but deep, yeah. but it, it just didn't go as deep as I thought it would. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, I just kind of enjoyed the general the general aesthetic of things i i liked like the way how you know he recreated how he recreated california at that time and arizona at that time and i just thought it was really well done and pretty much everyone in it does a great job um, yeah. there are times when michelle williams goes into liza minnelli territory but i think little it bit, makes sense for her to do bit, that yeah 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 i don't really have like a whole lot more to add than what we talked about last time <laughs> <laughs> so, no I, yeah. I I don't either I, I, I thought we, maybe with some yeah. distance I'd have some more stuff but then I don't really nope no, no yeah. I,
0: I, I, I think we we hit the the big points to it so yeah
1: yeah I do have pairings for this okay um so what the first obvious one that popped in my head was super eight. Um, but only mm-hmm. in that in only in so much that there's like you know making a movie is kind of part of it, and there's the whole young kid, well the the you know growing up aspect to it. However, I decided that that's that might work. Um, it has that kind of Spielberg Amblin thing to it. But I think the movie that actually would fit the fit better would be Joe Dante's Matinee which mm. um, takes place uh, during the Cuban missile crisis in Key West and movies play a big part of it. And, but it's also a, very much about like uh, coming of age stuff. Um, okay. Mind you, it takes a much shorter amount of time because it's only, it's only during like, you know, the, the bulk of the conflict. And so like, that was only like, what, like less than a month, like 13 days or something. Yeah. It was, and- was, was a, a relatively short period of time, but yeah. Um, so, but I feel like that there's a lot of, and there's also a lot of stylistic commonality that I think that would overlap okay. well. So, yeah. okay.
0: So me, um, I, I forget if I I said this already, um, mm-hmm. but if, if if I did, I think it's worth repeating. the The thing that springs to mind most for me is pairing it with earlier Spielberg. Yeah, because ha- having having first seen The Fablemans and then going back and watching or rewatching something like et or close encounters Mm -hmm. i i think you look at those in a new light and and understand a little more who spielberg was particularly at that point in his life
1: and Mm -hmm. how that came through in those movies right and i i think that this is probably i think i think a lot of people are like People don't realize how personal movie E.T. is, but like that used Very. to be his most personal, personable movie. Personal. Yeah, 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 by far. Yeah. This yeah.
0: it's I I think this was probably a, a more personal movie than, than E.T., yeah.
1: but it's it's
0: not by a whole lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas like the a lot of the whereas E.T. is dealing with like the emotions of it all. This is dealing a little bit more with like facts and and emotions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought, yeah, no, it's it's very good. I enjoyed watching. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed watching it. It's um even though I've watched more movies from last year, um still has my favorite cameo of the year and uh <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty wild. Um yep. yep. Uh not here again for Judd Hirsch who's up for best supporting actor and he's in I like know. three scenes and the 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 middle of those three ma'am you cannot look away he
1: he just commands
0: the screen it's it's really something yep all right and
1: that brings us to our second legacy sequel like for sure big l legacy sequel uh yeah captain pete maverick mitchell your reputation precedes you thank you sir wasn't a compliment top gun colon maverick maverick All right, so I'm gonna level with everybody here. Although I did not particularly want to watch a new Avatar movie, I wanted to see a new Top Gun movie even less. So I, like, it just wasn't, like, I don't particularly like the first one all that much. Um, this does do better than the first one in a lot of ways, but that's not saying a whole lot. Other things that I'll be, like, it already had a lot of strikes against it before I watched it is what I'm going like, I'm going to put this out there. Yep. So take okay. whatever I'm going to okay. say with a level, of, with a grain of salt. I, w- I went out, like, hiking at one point. I just kept hearing these two tech bros talk about how great it was, and that really sullied it for me and so when i finally watched it i was like okay i can see why people like this it's it is entertaining it is very exciting it does what it wants to and it does it very well but i'm still annoyed that i saw this movie <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> okay fair enough um yep. i am less so i was certainly surprised i would not have expected this to get a, a best picture nomination in any year mm-hmm. I mean, never never mind this was delayed you know
1: years yeah, because there, of the pandemic and there were and, people and that, that saw this in like 2019 there were test audiences who's like who got to see this a a, yeah. a
0: version of this movie before mm-hmm. it was going to have been released in late spring mm-hmm. early summer of 2020 mm-hmm. and even some people got to wasn't. see
1: some people got to see um the the the, ver- the the version we saw in 2020 like in february so yeah early yeah. early preview screenings yeah um so
0: all, all of that um i still would not have expected this to get a best picture nomination mm-hmm. yeah it, it does a lot of things that the original did better you know all all the neat stuff about you know the the aerobatics and the stunt flying and and the camera work around that and putting the audience there that's all really really good and very well done here mm-hmm. you know and and more so and it it benefits from you know 30 plus years of of movie making and Yep. To, to stand on even taller shoulders and, and do that. That's here. That's good. Uh, the characters are deeper, which is not saying much because they are super, super thin in the original. There's, right. there's Yeah. I, I actually got a little bit invested in some of the characters in this movie, which I mm-hmm. had a really hard time doing in the original because there's just not much there.
1: And I will agree with you, even if I wish I hadn't seen this movie. You like, I did still get it invested with how things were going. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I I thought it did that much much better. Um, so, yeah, a, a lot of things it did better, not dramatically so, but measurably so than the original. Mm-hmm. And there are a few things that it did less well, like <laughs> there, <laughs> there are like two or three sort of fake out endings. At oh, at, yeah. at the tail end of this film. Yep.
1: Yep. And it does that. That it, does that it, thing that's kind of popular these days is to have the. Oh, but wait, one more thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And those those felt increasingly over contrived and and tacked on to me mm-hmm. and, until you get to the very very end. It's, there's there's some good material there. It just doesn't really
1: flow. Yeah, and we totally didn't actually give the plot of this movie. Um. <laughs> so there. The...
0: Okay. 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 Yeah, so. so... Okay. So, Tom Cruise, well,
1: Maverick, Maverick. Yeah, Yeah. you get, no, you take this one. You take this
0: one. I'll, I'll, I'll jump ahead a little bit here, um, to my, my pairing, which uh, is, is going to give you, by virtue of its pairing and my reason why, exactly the synopsis of this film. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pair this with a movie from 2015, Mm. directed by J.J. Abrams. Mm. Alternate title for Top Gun Maverick would be Top Gun. The rooster awakens.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely has that. Yeah, and uh, this yeah, this is
0: exactly the same kind of legacy sequel as as Star Wars Episode Absolutely. Seven.
1: Yep, you're totally right. Um, in fact, their let's just say their mission is very similar to another Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I actually did write down a New Hope as part of my pairings. Believe it or not. Um, like so. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, maverick has returned um he has been asked to take over top gun and begrudgingly uh well not begrudgingly, no has he has been asked to take over top gun by val kilmer so iceman from the first one who mm-hmm. has like a nice scene and this the the added wrinkle to all this is that goose's son is there and he goes by rooster and has his dad's mustache now here's the thing don't hang a hat on a hat it's to either <laughs> go either call him rooster or give him the mustache just to pick one or the other
0: because we'll get be, it to be clear. Way. To be clear, this is this is actually his own mustache. He does not like have
1: his mustache in a case somewhere. <laughs> yes. This isn't like Charlie Sheen and Hot Shots who physically has his father's eyes in a thing. Yeah. No, it's not like that. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gross, Tim, but also funny. Um, uh, Sorry. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So I was thinking about what I would pair this with, and I kind of went a little bit more old school here. Um, And to be honest, I think one of these fits better with the original Top Gun, and that is the first Best Picture winner of all time, uh, Wings. So mm. that is, uh, you know, okay. that one has, it has like a love triangle thing going on. Um, has, you know, has Gary, well, has Gary Cooper in one scene really, but, and, you know, it's a, it's actually a pretty good flick. Mm. I don't think it's better than, a, than, you know, Sunrise, which technically also won best picture that year, but that's, that's a whole thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so Wings was the first thing that popped in my head, but the more I thought about it, like that probably fits better with the original Top Gun. And so. I thought of a different aviator movie and that was only angels have wings with Cary Grant and mm. Cary Grant plays a very, you know, he <laughs> like, so they're, they're not in the air force. He like runs like a male airplane, like uh like okay. U.S. male. Okay. And uh, well, I don't think it's actually U S male, but it, anyway. Um, And so, but he has kind of like that cocky, Thing about him that's very similar to Maverick And so like that one I was kind of curious It's a Howard Hawks movie from like 1939 um, So I was kind of curious how that would How that would pair um, But as for this movie um, I felt like I had never seen myself represented In a movie like this before um, I never really needed to And keep in mind like you know Cis white dudes are overrepresented But I will admit that mm-hmm. um, John Hamm's performance is exactly How I felt about the whole movie <laughs> So just about Anytime John Hamm is on a on screen, that is basically how I'm feeling about the situation as well. So
0: annoyed, irritated, a little bit angry about even being there. Yep.
1: Definitely pissed about talking to Tom Cruise. Yep. Yep. Tom Cruise, man. But yeah, um, it is enjoyable. I'm not gonna begrudge that. It's a great little popcorn movie. Yeah. Um, very it is very entertaining and it does what it does very well. Um, just not my bag. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, I, I, I did very much appreciate it. it's got a better script than the original. I, I admit too. Uh, it's I was thinking about Fury Road a lot while watching this and how, you know, Fury Road kind of feels like it's so of that world and of that context that it kind of feels like it shouldn't really be a Mad Max movie. But if you take Max out of it, that it you'd be like, well, why isn't this a Mad Max movie? And I think yeah. this is yeah. the same kind of thing. Like this could have just been a just a aviation movie. Like the this didn't necessarily have to be a Top Gun movie and it would work, would have worked just fine. Um, however, it's you'd be leaving like, why isn't this just a Top Gun movie? So like that's so I I, I get it in that regard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I, I agree. I mean, again, you know, it, 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 it's a popcorn flick. Don't mm. don't
1: expect it to be anything else, really. Nope. Nope. But that's OK. Nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. That takes us to our last film. It does. For, for this part, at least. Yeah.
0: I want to stay and fight.
1: But won't we lose the fight to the men and be forced to forgive them anyway? I want to stay and fight too. No one's surprised that you do. All you do is fight. Is this really how we are to decide the fates of all the women in this colony? Just another vote where we put an X next to our position? I thought we were here to do more than that. You mean talk more about forgiving the men and doing nothing? Everything else is insane. Directed by Sarah Polly, adapted from a Mm -hmm. book, Women Talking. I'm talking and this was actually and when we had done our fandom talk this was the movie I mentioned as being really excited for seeing and I think it was the movie I was the most excited to watch of the batch and mm-hmm. I, w- I was interested to see what it was gonna be because you know Sarah Polly, she's you know she's this actress as, uh, she started out as a child actress she's in mm-hmm. um, Adventures of Baron Munchausen and yep. and you know she's also in Dawn of the Dead remake and you know she's in a <laughs> lot of things that I like and so I was really interested to see her make a movie. And I think she's made other movies, but this was like the first one that popped on my radar. She has. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And so I was and I also like all the people that's in it. mm -hmm. And and so I really wanted to see what's going on. And I actually really enjoyed this. Well, enjoyed. Maybe not the right word, but I, you know, I found I got a lot out of this movie. Yeah. And like, I really enjoyed what it was saying. I liked the way it was doing it. It can't it's interesting because it's not exactly cinematic because it is mostly of you know a number of women talking in a hayloft and yeah Um,
0: most mostly takes place in in just the the one room basically
1: yeah and and so like it may not have that like cinematic quality but it didn't come off as staging so that was something i found no not really not not as such it it and and that yeah and that's like it yeah that's no small feat here and like it it, it is not
0: I, I, I agree with you there. It it felt like okay, it's it's a real location. This this is a, a real hayloft in a you know in, in a real colony like this. And yep. that's that that all felt very authentic. But at the same time, I was very, very much reminded of a stage plate. Like this, this could be done on stage and lose Absolutely. nothing.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Absolutely. I mean, but it doesn't it does it the same way The Breakfast Club works is how I kind of thought of it. Because like, you know, you could see like The Breakfast Club could be a stage play and yeah. lose nothing. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but that movie still has a kind of, you know, it still feels like a movie and this still feels like a movie. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's sort of where, which is, I would not pair those two together, but I no. mean, they, they do have a similar function in how they tell their stories. I like the fact now, you know, I could be like, you know, really catty about it and be like, you know, a lot of like, I, I imagine like the worst kind of, Thing i could hear someone say that would be still is like this reads like a 2x chromosome subreddit discussion about texas and mm. that's not that's not wrong but that's super mean <laughs> um and yeah. i like I i like i don't think that's really correct it's because the thing about it is that i think it actually is way more nuanced than people are going to think it is because there's you know there's i mean there's still a lot of misogyny out there and a lot of people won't won't, like, won't let themselves take something like this seriously there, and that's, there and, is and, and yeah
0: yeah much much to this movie's credit we we do not see a great deal of it explicitly mm-hmm. on screen we see the effects of it where well, these these women have found themselves as a result
1: well, and that and that and that make, because if you do show it, then it makes the movie about that. Um, it's yeah, like yeah. it's it that's that's it's why there aren't why no one smokes in. Thank you for smoking, like you don't see anybody smoke because then it becomes about that. Yeah, and and like I think that that's like really smart. And so and we didn't talk about the plot of this one either. Um, so um, a number of women who are in. Um, I don't know if it's explicitly told, but it's um something. Like it's either it's, it seems I, yeah, to be, I, it seems to be Mennonite. Um, I don't think it's Amish, it's, it's um, Amish or Mennonite or, or something yeah.
0: something similar. I I don't remember for certain either. I, yeah, I'd have to have to check, but
1: yeah, so but a number of women in this colony have been, um, assaulted and by, by various men in the colony, and a couple of them have been arrested and they are trying to decide what they're going to do. Are they going to stay? Are they going to fight? Are they going to leave? Um, And so that is what they're discussing about what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. And they, like, these are women who are not literate um, because they don't have that right to education. And so they are talking about what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And the thing about it is, like, I really like the fact that it looks at it from so many different ways. It looks... Because you know, it very much shows that like you know, women aren't a monolith. They're all going to have different feelings and different ideas and opinions, and they they look at all of them. And I yeah, like, I really like that about this movie. Yeah the
0: the the characters all have different perspectives, different histories, and you know, even though they have some of them had similar experiences, have have different thoughts and reactions to them, and mm-hmm. and the way they they show those
1: and and discuss them with each other is it's really really compelling yeah it it gets it says what needs to say it gets to the points it doesn't like overstay its welcome it does it surprisingly does not drag despite it being very dialogue heavy yeah Yeah, it
0: it, it is but it takes place over a a very short period of time only a couple of days or or something yeah i think so yeah and it's it's not a terribly long runtime this this was well under two hours wasn't it it it? is it's
1: 104 minutes
0: okay yeah, yeah so it, uh, it moves along as deliberately as it needs to, no faster, no slower. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we have in the past mm-hmm. mentioned uh, among Best Picture nominees, a movie that every American should see yeah. in a given year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we really have one of those this year, but I mm-hmm. think this is the closest. If
1: If there is one, this is it. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're onto something there. Like a few years ago when Never Rarely Sometimes Always came out, I, you know, I said that that was the movie that at least every man should see Um, just to kind of like understand some stuff. And yeah, like, and I, and I kind of feel that way here too. Although this is a much, you know, this is, you know, Never Rarely Sometimes Always is, you know, a much more serious and very hard film. Like this is also a very serious and very hard film, but in a different way. And yeah yeah and so like that's that's kind of what i thought again i'm not not the movie i would pair this with um but yeah no i totally think you're right there like yeah
0: so um what would i pair this with yeah i i struggle with this i struggle mm-hmm. an awful awful lot but where i've kind of landed and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not real satisfied with it but it's it's the best i've been able to think of this kind of reminds me of les miserables
1: oh okay
0: where you you've got you know characters who are you know set upon and and you know victims partly of circumstance and mm. and how they choose to react and and deal with their situations right and, and whether there is redemption or condemnation mm-hmm. around that
1: and and the ending is well yeah mm. Mm. yeah okay yeah. okay and I, I, do you mean the musical or do you mean like the with the various non-musical versions, I, I I think
0: I think it works for the story of Les Miserables in just about any incarnation you, you okay. care to name. Um, there there have been a couple of, of film adaptations. There was there was one with uh, with Liam Neeson and yeah, I was, um, I was thinking the and Liam Jeffrey Neeson Rush one. that that yeah. was was not musical but was was very much that story. Uh, there 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 was the musical that that had uh, Hugh Jackman, Anne Hathaway, and and this this kind of reminded me of of Anne Hathaway in that film. Mm, okay
1: yeah yeah i would probably point people towards the liam neeson one but that's more because i kind of hate the musical not not against the story it's all the songs y'all um but no i totally see that um so what i thought about for for pairing was i thought about another movie that came out this year that also starred jesse buckley and that was men so the funny thing is, like men is written by a man um so same guy who made ex machina and annihilation and it's it's been interesting to see him because he's he is he has, you know, feminist issues in a lot of his movies. And it's men is kind of like the culmination of that. But you can definitely tell it was a movie made by a man in um, okay. how he's seeing things. And, and so I'm not saying they're the perfect pairing, but they are looking at it from a, they're they're looking at problems from a similar lens. And they're except one is, you know, kind of a horror one. One is a horror film with Jesse Buckley and also one other guy um yeah. who plays every man in the movie. And so like I'm curious how they would how they would pair um in showing like this and in, in, in showing how people look at things differently. Um, but then the other movie I thought about was The Magdalene Sisters, um, which is also has that mm. religious context and a lot of women and women being punished for things that they don't really have control over and, and things like that and so like there's there's some similarities there but it wasn't like a perfect match at the same time um it's interesting because this movie has it, it's funny to think of everything everywhere all at once being so singular and then also this a movie with very little pizzazz and in, 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 in comparison yeah also having a lot of singularity to it as well
0: yeah have to agree. Mm-hmm. They they're yeah, both fairly unique but very different from each other, which yep. is kind of what unique means. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And I kind of like that that shows how wide this the the the, the nominees are this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. and I I think we've just about between those two sort of covered the the gamut here uh mm-hmm. with you know Top Gun being kind of an outlier off in a completely different corner.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's the cl- it's the crowd season.
0: Arguably, I mean, yeah, Everything everywhere is going to please a lot of crowds.
1: Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. But it doesn't have that like blockbuster thing to it. Not quite. No, is what I mean. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right. So this is the first part. We will be back with the second part coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, and probably for that one, we'll also give what we what we would vote for, what we think will win, and more pairing.
0: All right. So that's uh, that's our show for today. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.